This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Welcome to the Team Selection Podcast on the AFR Ratings Network. My name is Pete, and I go by the name of AFR Ratings Pete on Twitter. Welcome to Ryan Daniels on the road. Notable players to discuss in round 18, Rhino. Yeah, g'day, Pete. We never stop moving over here in the West. Let's get into it. Okay, we've got Melbourne, and the big news, Brody Grandy omitted. Uh, no VFL this weekend, so it's unlikely he returns next week as well. Jacob Van Royen into the team. Yeah, I mean, it clearly hasn't been working with Gorn and Grundy. It was an interesting experiment they had to took. It's probably hurt both guys, partic- well, both of them really. I was going to say particularly Grundy, but Gorn hasn't really had his best season either. So what's fascinating to me now is does this team look better uh, without Brody Grundy in it? And what does that mean for Max Gorn? And what does it mean for Brody Grundy's future? Because they got him over there on a deal that's pretty good and it's got a couple of years on it and... Uh, if they can't play together and be successful, it's a real problem. Um, so that is a big watch. Obviously, if you're a max score owner, this is a big win. Despite him not getting the forward status last week, this is a pretty good pretty good result for you. And on to their opponents on Friday night. Uh, Jared Berry returns and Devin Robinson omitted again. Just can't get that spot in that midfield. No, he can't. And year after year, more guys tend to go past him. Um, now it's Jasper Fletcher and Will Ashcroft who have gone past him. Um, and so, uh, like, I do think that Devin Robertson has some some skill set to be an AFL player. Um, I don't think he can be an elite midfielder, but he could play a role in a team. And maybe that team's not Brisbane, so he'll be interesting to watch at the end of the year. Good to see Fletcher hold, though. That's a, that's a good result because. There's been a few injuries this week, so I'm sure a few people are relying on the Jasper Fletchers of the world. Yeah, absolutely. On to the next one here, Collingwood. Braid Maynard still side-bottom. Dan McStay into the team. Uh, while the main two out for Collingwood, Tom Mitchell into the sub-position and Darcy Cameron a big out with a back concern. Yeah, a couple we didn't really see coming in a big way until today, really. Mitchell, um, he's been sort of slowing down a little bit, I guess, with those big names returning into that midfield, so... Um, the concern would be, I suppose, does how long does he spend out? Is this something that's going to linger? Is this just a one-week thing? Hopefully that's the case. Um, and the same for Cameron. Um, that was a bit of a surprise. Mason Cox, obviously, the big winner there uh, because it was going to be interesting with McStay in um, and Cox in and Cameron in, what the mix was going to look like. And then, of course, you got my check to get in there as well. Mm. Um, but we still won't see that. Um, so Cox, the big winner in the short term. Lots of free men on their opponents on Saturday at the MCG. Uh, Joel Hamlin, good to see him back in the team, waking them into the team. Uh, Sturt there as well, and we've got uh, Banfield there as well. So onto the outs there, a lot going on at Frio. Uh, Sarong suspended for one week. Uh, Cox, Young and Frederick all injured. Yeah, there's a bit of uh, disasters uh, brewing at Fremantle in the last couple of weeks. They've lost four out of their last five. And then they've just lost a bunch of key players um, to injuries and soreness. So Young, it could be up to three weeks, depending on how his uh, ankle heals. It's going to be a day-by-day thing. 
um, you know, hopefully it's back next week, but it could stretch on. And if they keep losing games, you wouldn't want to rush him. Um, Brennan Cox, another one that's out. Um, he obviously is an interesting fantasy prospect for draft leagues because he's capable of big scores. Uh, and then you lose a couple other guys like Frederick um, and Warner as well, who was, um, you know, just off his taboo. So it's it's pretty flattening for Freo this whole season. How it shakes out, I'm not sure. Sarong being out's the big fantasy one, I guess. Um, I think Matt Johnson's probably the big winner. Um, and James Ace will probably spend a fair bit more time in the middle as well. On to Gold Coast here. Elijah Hollage returns into the team. Lockie Weller still dealing with that knee and a little bit of soreness there. Uh, Braden Fiorini omitted. Yeah, it was uh, it was a nice run while it lasted with Fiorini, wasn't it? We just thought, yeah, this could be the final chance for him. And uh, with all the big names coming back, he just couldn't hold that spot for, for too long. Uh, Holland is an interesting one. I haven't seen much of him this year. He's back from the Forgotten Land. Um, and Weller as well, good to see. So it's, yeah, I mean, Gold Coast coming off losing Stewie Jew. Do they play a slightly different style under King? We're assuming it's going to be Hardwick. What style does that look like going forward for people with keeper leagues? Um, it's going to be an interesting six or seven weeks. Is there someone that bobs up in a draft league that Stephen King really likes that maybe didn't have a great role under Jew? That's the kind of thing you've got to be looking for under a new coach. Yeah, and Stephen King also mentioned today that you know that he's going to let loose uh, Tuke Miller into that midfield, and he was on uh, limited minutes last week, so he expects uh, pretty much uh, return to normal activities again for Tuke Miller this week. So a big watch from a fantasy perspective there as well. Um, On to their opponents, St Kilda. So Battle Hill, uh, Paris to debut as well. Burns into the 22. Seb Ross, uh, obviously hamstring there. Max King, unfortunately, shoulder and Billing Solder. Yeah, some big names out, um, some decent ones coming back in as well. Um, Paris is a little speedy little dude, big big tackle numbers in some of his junior footy. Um, can play a little bit. I, don't, I wouldn't expect him to be a high scorer. I think in his VFL numbers, he's been, you know, his peak number is sort of in the 80s. Um, yeah, yeah. And he's, yeah. he hovers. Yeah. yeah, I mean, at this time, he will take whatever we can get, but I wouldn't be expecting massive things at this stage from him. But um, good to see him get a game. On to Carlton here, uh, Tom DeConney in, while Matt Kennedy uh, is out of the team, obviously injured there, and George Hewitt in for 22. Yeah, well, yeah, so Kennedy had started to turn the corner a little bit, hadn't he? He was starting to play some decent footy again, um, so it's a real bummer to see him out of the team. Uh, Hewitt gets another chance. Hewitt's found himself out of that side, mm. um, and, you know, look, you don't want to be out of the side at the end of the year when you're a role player. Uh, because, you know, it can come to an end pretty quickly in terms of your career. So he gets another shot at it. Um, can he make it work? Carlton are flying just quietly. They've yep. they won three games at row by 50-plus. So, uh, And we know they're very good from a fantasy perspective in terms of racking up that uh, lot of plus sixes. So, um, yeah, they're, 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 I think riding them home while they're in this little purple patch is not a bad idea. Yeah, a lot of people will uh, point to the fiction that wasn't that difficult. Obviously, a good win on the road last week at Optus Stadium. But the style of football they're playing is actually really solid. So uh, it's a big turnaround from where they were early in the season under Michael Voss. So let's get on to Port Adelaide. And there's a bit going on with Port Adelaide. They've hit the injury wall here. Uh, so Jonas uh, Dersma, Lord into the team. Lysette returns. 
uh, after Meade said he was struggling this week to get up. So Meade, see, we'll see where Lysett is. So Meade into that uh, 22 there as well. Jace Bergen as well, who can score from a fantasy perspective. Uh, for the outs, you've got, Bur- you've got Burton, uh, Hayes, obviously that Lysett impact there. Uh, Mackenzie, Dixon, uh, Horn Francis has won there as well with the back. And Violi for personal reasons. Yeah, that's uh, that's a lot. Um, and it, Port have been flying, obviously. Now, they've got two games after this one, I think, where it's Collingwood and then Adelaide. Yeah, um, those games are huge. Now, I'm not saying that they're resting players for this game because you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't play with fire when you're going that well. Um, but it, it's probably an interesting week to, to see them lose a bunch of dudes. I think Carlton might win this game. Mm. Um, and with all those changes, I, I don't really like being a part of anything Port have to offer this weekend. So, um, yeah, that's going to be probably Port's worst team they've put on the park probably all season, I would have thought. Uh, Geelong Essendon, so I'll wrap up both teams in one hit there. So Isaac Smith, uh, uh, Jeremy Cameron back into the team, uh, Zach Tui, uh, O'Shea Mallon out, uh, while Essendon, uh, Nick Bryan replacing the suspended Andrew Phillips. Yeah, so Bryan's the one you pick up off waivers if you need a, a cheap backup ruckman um, or a forward. He's obviously going to get the plum roll. You know, he's probably not going to score massive, but at this time of year you might need something like that. Um, and in Geelong's case, obviously a far different side with Cameron in it. Um, they need to make a run now. They're going to play finals, um, and uh, I'd expect them to probably win that game and, and probably dominate the footy. On to Adelaide and GWS on Saturday night as well. So we've got a full book on Saturday. So Bart's McAdam in while Saligo, interesting one out on the out there. Ned McHenry as well added the 22. And for GWS, we've got uh, Daniels Angwin and Xavier O'Halloran out of the team, uh, along with Lockie Keith. Yeah, I really like um, Brent Daniels, uh, and he's actually put up a couple of decent scores in his last couple of full games. Last game, don't be frightened by the score. He only played, I think, 33% game time with an injury. So mm. the two before that, he put up hundreds. So he's a nice little waiver-wide pickup um, if you need a backup forward in a draft at this stage of the season when things can go, get a bit weird. Um, and Adelaide clearly have just um, decided they needed to chop a couple of the young dudes, um, shore it up a little bit. Uh, because they, they've been pretty ordinary away from home, Adelaide. Secretly, they're a much better side at home, um, and that's where they've been winning the majority of their games. And obviously, this game is in Adelaide, so you'd expect them to, to score pretty well this week, the crush. Sunday notes extended squad, so I'll just do the outs here. So uh, for North Melbourne, Logue, unfortunately, ACL injury there. Uh, Simkin, concussion there as well. Perez, uh, for Hawthorne, uh, James Blank, uh, concussion there as well. Uh, for West Coast, Xavier O'Neill, the 1-0 mission there at the moment. And for Richmond, uh, Jacob Bauer, unfortunately, two minutes into his career, does his hamstring. And Toby Nankovic, the big one there for Richmond, out for three weeks. And expect Soldo to get a pretty decent one there. And probably Samson Ryan in there as well. Yeah, hopefully if you're a Nankovic owner in a draft, um, you handcuffed you know, a big Soldo, which would have been the obvious move at the start of the year. And you'd be, you'd be feeling okay about things now. If you did it, you'd be a little bit nervous. Um, in, in terms of West Coast, Hearn returning, what does that do to Duggan, uh, to Hoff, to McGovern, who all scored pretty well last week? Um, Hearn is the still, he's still the safest option back there in terms of from, from kickouts and, and, you know, getting those little plus sixes. So it will impact the other scores. But I think I touched on this a while back. What West Coast are clearly starting to do is to possess that footy at half back to limit the damage. Yep. The games get away from them. Um, so if Richmond get a fast start, you might see that again where you know they play that keepy off footy, which is really good for fantasy, particularly defenders. 
Um, so I would expect all those guys to score pretty well. Shuey obviously comes back in, in as well, and I still think he's their best player when he's up and going. Um, and what was the other one in there that I thought was worth mentioning? It was one of the early ones there. Was it the North Melbourne game? Who, who's North Melbourne playing? Uh, so we've got Hawthorne there as well, so Simpkin out of that team, and um, Perez as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think this. I think it was Sicily in that game that I was. I was. He's back, obviously, and he's such a vacuum for everything that Hawthorne do. Um, they, you know, that's a game they can absolutely win. Um, he'll be desperate to get out there and get his hands on the footy. So I would expect Sicily to have a monster game. And what does that then trickle down and do to the likes of a Scrimshaw who was sort of kind of filling in that role or at least getting some of the benefit of Sicily being out. So I would expect Sicily to just take all of that back again as he, as he seems to do. Okay, Ryan, uh, where can the listeners find you this week? Uh, usual, Footy Rhino. Um, and I'm on threads um, as Footy Rhino as well now. It's half the population just migrating over there, using it as a sort of a bomb shelter. So if you want to jump on threads, I'm over there. Um, and, yeah, just the, uh, the usual spots as well. So, yeah, it um, should be a big weekend of fantasy. I reckon this is one of those weeks that feels like stuff can happen in a big way. Uh, you can get me at AFL Ratings Pete on Twitter, AFL Ratings and AFLRatings, twitter.com.au for a stack of fantasy information as well. Well, Ryan, until team selection next week, have a great weekend and good luck to the listeners of Man 18. Thanks, Pete. You too.